Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Victory Monday for Cleveland. Um, today is Monday, uh, September 27th. And I think what we've learned this weekend is that we just really don't know who's good. And we don't, well, we know who's bad, but we don't really know who's for real. And we don't really know who's fake um, in college as well. So, uh, Tom, what's up, bud? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, well, you might have you, you might have to horrible. get some, you might have to get some things off your head because the the Jets game isn't gonna. I mean, it's gonna be the last game we do. So, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just. I'm so. I'm so. I'm like so over it, and I'm so like done with the team already. And it's only the third week. Like I usually don't get like this until like week six or seven or eight or nine depending on, like, how the season's gone. But, like, Zach Wilson says some very disheartening things that I'm still not ready to admit. That's, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. We'll obviously talk about that. We'll talk about everything NFL. We'll talk about everything college football. Crazy weekend overall. And um, I just wanted to remind everybody that uh, I didn't say it a ton yesterday. I think I said it at the end of the fantasy show. Um, today's a good day because – Clemson sucks and Dabo is my bitch, so it's good. Um, now, instead of today in sports history, I don't know if you read about this. I don't know how you wouldn't have um, the Kayvon Pope story. Um, how to basically just destroy your entire career in the matter of fifteen minutes? All right. Uh, so we didn't, like I said, we didn't mention yesterday the fantasy show, um, and I didn't re even really read into it about. Uh, until late yesterday afternoon. Um, I had other things going on on Saturday night, like sweating my late night bets and things like that. Uh, so I was not watching um, Ohio State play, who is probably the worst FES team in the country, Akron, under the lights at the horseshoe. I, it, that was the late game that made absolutely no sense, but I, so I wasn't watching it. Um, so, and then during the game, Kayvon Pope, a uh, senior linebacker for Ohio State. Now, you, you got to stop there. And you got to think to yourself, what's Ohio State's problem always been already been this year? The defense. And if you're a senior, senior linebacker on the team and you're not getting starts, there's clearly the reason and you probably suck. Um, so um, uh, in the second quarter, Pope tried to enter the game in a certain package, uh, but another OSU senior linebacker, Terry Yada Mitchell, waved him off and told him to stay on the sideline. Pope took offense to this and proceeded to react in the absolute most career-ending way. Um, this is a quote. Uh, Corey Letterman wrote, Pope tried to enter the game in the second quarter, but was waved off by linebacker Mitchell. Pope walked toward the locker room, but an Ohio State staffer brought him back to the sideline. At this point, like, at this point, you're like, okay, I messed up for about 20 seconds. Like, all right, let's get it together. You, I can transfer somewhere. Like, no worries. Um, however, he did not do that. He came back to the sideline. He threw his gloves into the stands and tried to take off his jersey. And I don't know if you've seen, like, the latest, like, Nike, Ohio, like, uh, NFL and um, NCAA jerseys. But, I mean, they're basically impossible to take off. I mean, I, I, they, I don't think they, like, put even their own pads or jerseys over it. They're so tight. It's crazy. So, I don't know why he tried to do that. That was stupid. Um uh, then a few coaches had the conversation with them, and then they walked into the locker room. 
So you think, all right, it's all good. No worries. No worries. But obviously today in this age of uh, social media, um, he proceeded to tweet, fuck Ohio State, um, spelling fuck, F-U-C-C, and then good luck to my teammates, uh, luck being L-U-C-C. Um, odd. Uh, kind of reminds me of Cam Newton. Um, but today he was dismissed from the team. Um shockingly i never thought that was going to come and uh yeah this is just a lesson to you kids out there like well first of all this is what one thing about him he's a senior he's like 23 22 years old like you can't be doing this you're not some freshman that's just come came out of high school where you were superstar and like you're not playing for the first time in your career so i i i don't know what he was doing and, and like i said with the transfer portal and everything now like just don't have a major meltdown in public like that. Um, and like, yeah, he could probably go to, to Missouri or like, uh, I, I don't know, Tulsa next year and start if he wants to play. So I uh, needed to calm down. He, I mean, just, just uh, absolute stupidity, but um, all right. Uh, some trivia. All right. Um, in 1916, the New York Giants baseball team won 26 games in a row. That's not really modern day, so fuck them. Uh, so the answer to this question is especially the second uh, in the record books for longest regular season game winning streak. Um, so who won 22 straight games in 2017? 2017? Was, was that the year the Indians went to the World Series? No, it was the year I after. feel like they. It was the year after. It was the year after. Yeah, Indians went to the World Series 2016. Is it an AL team or an NL team? AL. I, I'm gonna. I have no idea. I'm disappointed. Uh, what'd you say? Said so I'm disappointed in you. Uh, it's the Indians. Indians won, went to the World Series and then won 22 straight games the next year. Um, I was on the right people, track. I just yeah, wasn't I, confident in my answer. <laughs> uh, people always get that mixed I, I still get that mixed up when people ask about it because you think that 22-game win streak is probably when they went through the playoffs and dominated in the playoffs. Uh, but, no, they lost in the first round that year. Um, that was because the front office decided to cut everybody uh, from going to the Super Bowl last year and said they can't spend money even though they gained a lot of money um, just – from playing in the playoffs, but whatever. Um, so uh, out of the 180 teams to start 0-3, only six of them have made the playoffs, six out of 182. Um, who was the most recent team to start 0-3 and make the playoffs? Uh, it happened after 2015. The Texans a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Texans 2018. Yeah. Is your Wi-Fi going 2018? Yeah, 2018. Yeah. Uh, it's not very good. All right. Well, we'll keep going, try and power through this, but we'll see. All right, let's keep going. It's going in and out. Yeah. Uh, it's not your uh, – I'm not blaming you. I'm like, shit, mine did that too, but it's just – it, it uh, makes it hard to – understand what we're talking about sometimes um 
but yeah, Texas 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where it all started with the Deshaun DeAndre. Um, I don't know. I, I, Texans like that 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 uh, string of years there there where they just played in the wild card game like five straight years and got absolutely smoked. And they played in the wild card game almost always with a backup quarterback because Deshaun Watson always got hurt. Um. All right. So, uh, without uh, further ado, like I said, NFL roundup. We're gonna try and keep it to an hour today, and then maybe do a little bit of college football for five ten minutes. Um, but we're gonna try to keep it to an hour. Uh, I think we're getting better, so we're, we should be pretty good. Um, let's we'll start with the Sunday night game, uh, thirty to twenty eight. Um. And uh, it turns out we were everyone was wrong. Aaron Rodgers is still pretty damn good. Yeah, I, I didn't get to watch the entirety of that game, but it was definitely one for the books. I mean, each team was going at it hard. I'm going to just address this now because I think everyone has it on their mind. The 49ers have to go with Trey Lance relatively soon because Jimmy Garoppolo is just not it. I don't care what the score was. I don't care. It was close. Lance is just the better quarterback. I, I want to say I agree with you. And for, I would say, probably all the other rookie quarterbacks, first-round quarterbacks, I agree with you. Um, and obviously, we'll get to Justin Fields. And I think Justin Fields is a bad, um, kind of a bad, like, uh, taking off point. I mean, let's be honest, like, Jadavian Clowney is still probably a top 15 pass rusher off the edge. And Miles Garrett, if he's not the best in the NFL, he's probably second. So, yes, Matt Nagy was stupid in doing that and everything like that. Um, so I just and, – and that's a Justin Fields that was incredible at Ohio State where he was playing against guys that, I mean, we're going to be playing on Sundays. It, it, it I mean – we saw it with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz came out looking great, but it's not always just the ability. I feel like with these one double A quarter or FCS quarterbacks, it's just like their mind isn't right because like, I mean, Carson Wentz literally came into the NFL and thought he was like the white Michael Vick. And just because he was running all over FCS defenses <laughs> and I like, obviously they're going to have Trey Lance run. Um, but I mean, I, I I think you I I I don't know I I think they have to see what happens next week I don't know who they play next week, um, but I think if they lose next week and it's not if they lose at all next week I think they should go with him uh, I mean no one's getting younger on that team so and Kyle Shanahan certain certainly doesn't get any getting any younger so uh, yeah um, yeah and then to the uh, I mean the Packers uh, what go ahead. Uh, I was just looking. They play Seattle next week. I, that, that's 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 an interesting game. I think that's pretty much to a can't win for both teams. I think they're both gonna be pretty desperate coming in at one and two. Um, uh, but yeah, um, going back to the Packers, I guess. Uh, I mean, Jimmy G wasn't horrible. He wasn't good though. Um, thank God I traded away Trey Sermon. I, I just don't What'd like I said thank God I traded away Trey Sermon. Um yeah. it, I, the 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 49ers backfield doesn't make sense to me. Like I know Mostert's out, but like 
I'm seeing if you look at the box score, you see who all had a rush for them. Like George Kittle had a running uh, rush for nine yards. Brandon Ayuk rushed for eight yards. Debo Samuel uh, carried the ball twice for zero yards. Like I, 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 I just don't know what that is. I, I think it works out for them. And then, like I said, over the Packers side, I mean, the Niners are good, but the Packers beat them at home. Um, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's back to his old self. Uh, Devontae Adams was a beast yesterday. Like I, I, I don't think there's any way really that they they make it to the Super Bowl just because that defense is so goddamn bad. Like they are so goddamn bad. Um, but yeah, it was a good game. And then yeah. I well, and they're missing Zadarius Smith because he's on the IR. Yeah, I. I don't think that fixes their problems, though. Like, I, I, I mean, you don't hear Jair Alexander's name much when you watch Packers just because he, no one throws it his side, which is smart. But, like, other than on defense, uh, I mean, Rashawn Gary, um, I, I, yeah, I, I just don't think their defense is good enough. And it, other than Devontae Adams, I mean, who is uh, Aaron Rodgers comfortable throwing to? Probably Aaron Jones is probably the second most comfortable person. I mean – and I mean, if you look at just the receptions on uh, the Randall Packers, Cobb. Randall Cobb had no receptions for no yards and one target. Um, Aaron Rodgers had his own target. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I, the Packers look good. I think they're going to be fine. I, I don't know who they play either, but I, I think they're going to be fine. Um, I, I think people overreacted a little bit on the Packers uh, from opening week because all the offseason played off- Pittsburgh. What? What did you say? All right. All right. Um, so, um, where was I? Where was I? Um, but yeah, I mean, so it, it looks to me like uh, you know uh, the Packers are you know kind of good. Again, they're, they're for real. Um, and we'll see what happens to the 49ers next week. Um, but I, I do agree with Tom. I think at some point you got, you got to see what Trey Lance has. If he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it. Um, so you got to check that out. Um, so uh, the next game we will hop into is going to be, I believe, Seattle and um, – drawing a blank here. Oh, Seattle and the Vikings played at 4 o'clock yesterday. And um, I, I'm not going to come out and say I apologize – um, but, um, um, uh, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Uh, Seahawks and Vikings. Oh yeah. I'm not going to apologize. Um, but Kirk Cousins looked pretty damn good. Um, he threw for three first half touchdowns and they kind of just held on to win. It was a little bit like the Browns where they just kind of were holding on for dear life to win at the end. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, uh, they played a hell of a game. Um, uh, like I said, Kirk Cousins was a big, big, uh, uh, big time player for them. Um, and on uh, top of that, Justin Jefferson finally had a good game. Um, uh, it seems like he's coming into his own more uh, now every year, um, every game, every uh, you know thing like that. So, um, uh, but. Yeah, uh, the, the Vikings and uh, Tom's back with us. Hopefully, uh, you can hear me. But uh, with the Vikings, uh, I, I, I kind of already started on it. But I mean, were we wrong about Kirk Cousins? Well, I'm not going to say we're wrong about Kirk Cousins because I'll never like him. But 
he's might be kind of good. I mean, Kirk is one of the more, I would say, serviceable quarterbacks in the league where he can get the job done if need be. Um, I just think that this was more of a reflection that the Seahawks defense still sucks, no matter how much Pete Carroll wants to say that they weren't. Um, and I think it's more of a save for the weapons that the Vikings have around the quarterback because Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson were balling out yesterday and they were each getting open and getting almost Alabama wide open to, to a certain extent. So I would say it's more that than Kirk Cousins being, you know, this great quarterback. Uh, well, I think you're, I think you're a little bit in denial, but that's okay. Um, I probably am too. Um, who knows? Uh, obviously, our, our I think we both said it yesterday on the fantasy show, but Matt Matheson um, carried the ball 26 times, got 112 yards, uh, good hard uh, runs. Uh, if I'm if I'm him, I'm pissed because I didn't get any goddamn touchdowns. Um, but um, whatever. Uh, Jefferson, I, I was kind of saying that when you uh, got back in. Uh, Jefferson finally had a game where he showed up this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely don't think the Vikings are, like, contenders, but they're definitely, like, a team that's going to – like, they're definitely a team, if you're a playoff team, you look at them and you're like, that should be a pretty easy win. But then you get there and you play the game and it ends up being, like, a three-point game. So. Garbage time, Kirk. Yeah, garbage time, Kirk. Fuck him. Uh, what was the? Uh, you know, we'll just hop right back into the other four o'clock game, which was uh, yeah, other, other four o'clock game was the Rams and the Bucks. Um, I, I, Tom Brady, like I, we did talk about it yesterday, and I, I do think he could play to fifty. It, at some point, his arm is going to fall off. Like he's going to have to have Tom, Tommy John surgery or something. I mean. He threw the ball 51 times yesterday. And granted, yes, I know, not all of them are bombs down the field. But, um, I mean, L.A. is just really good. That that trade for Matt Stafford uh, perfectly for them. They're really, really good. Yeah, and the the chemistry between Cup – and Stafford is just crazy. I know you talked about how they have breakfast together or whatever, but watching those two go to work is is just crazy in all honesty because it's he's like throwing them open almost, and it's just insane yeah, I mean, to watch. I, I, I wasn't really watching the game, but like every time I got up and looked at it, I was like – it was always him catching the ball. I, I just didn't understand it, but, I mean, uh, good for them. Um, good for them. Uh but the but I, this is a game where I don't really know if you you come out uh, you come out of the game with more an, with any more answers than you really already had with both these teams and in the NFL. I mean, I, I think it was a little probably a little I, I, the score was probably a little bit it, it could have been bigger I think because LA kind of dominated them at home. Um, but I don't think either of these teams are in trouble at all. I mean, these two teams, I mean, well, I, I, we could very well see this being an NFC championship game. Yeah, uh, I agree 100%. I think that's this game was the odds on favorite to be the NFC championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, McVay does. I mean, McVay does what McVay does. 
it, it is going to come back eventually to haunt the Rams. That that Cam Akers injury is going to hurt them at some point. Um, just because <laughs> with the offense that the Rams play, like you, you, you can't have your leading rusher being Sony Michelle, who only rushes for seventy yards. So I I like Sony Michelle, but I, yeah, not for them. Um, all right, and then. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm on ESPN, so I don't know if we're working back from times or not. I'm just going to go up the board. Um, I, I mean, speaking of teams that I looked good and I, I are I definitely not buying in, though, I'll say that uh, the Raiders, uh, the Raiders beat the Dolphins yesterday. Uh, Sons to a 31 28 at home. Not necessarily a, you know, like a huge win. Um but uh, I mean, they know Tua. I, I don't really know how Jacoby Brissett does. I mean, there was an, I, I can't believe that was a what well, wasn't a national game, but I can't believe they were. It was just a terrible game. Um, it it and it was actually a come from behind victory in overtime. Uh, the Raiders were down. Uh, how many points were they down? I think they were um, down fourteen to two. Down they they were down the fourteen to 12, fourteen to twelve at half. Right, and then and then they went to uh, nineteen to twelve, and then twenty-five to twenty-four. It, it, oh, yeah. I, I know they went to OT, and yeah. they gave up the field goal to the Dolphins, and Derek Carr marched down the field and led him to a touchdown. It was all I saw. Oh, I, I did not know that. That's the first time I think I can remember that that new rule has been implemented where they made the field goal and then you get the chance to go down because you don't see it often. I, yeah. If anything now, I, sorry, this is a little off topic, but if anything now, I feel like you're seeing more ties than ever before because people just get to that extra period and they're done. Um, yeah, everyone's gassed. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know what to say. Well, I first of all, Kenyon Drake, go fuck yourself. John Gruden, go fuck yourself. Peyton Barber, 23 carries, 111 yards, one touchdown. I, Peyton Barber? Did he really have that many touches? Yeah. He was the leading rusher. Why are they paying Kenyon Drake like 11 mil a season then? That's it, it's stupid. Just, it's something they do in you know Las Vegas. They just they sign guys to ten year deals worth hundred million dollars, just like their coach. Um, but yes, now I know I said it last week, but everyone needs to prepare for the sappy one on one conversation between uh, Susie Colbert and Derek Carr this upcoming Monday. Um, it's probably going to go for about twenty five minutes about how hard life has been for Derek. Um, and how his brother got drafted first overall, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not going to watch it, and I don't care, and that sucks. Um, all right, next one. Um, well, we'll talk about the last. Okay. Uh, th- this is one that I think uh, needs uh, to be talked about, and it's not for the team I think you want. You might think it will be. Uh, the Cardinals versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the Cardinals are really good. Um, their defense, like we, I, we said it yesterday or maybe Friday, their defense is really young and already pretty good. So, uh, I mean, that's that's incredible. Um, I, I don't have anything else to say about um, uh, Arizona unless you do. I'm going to go the, right into Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, no, I, th- I think we're starting to see the Cardinals kind of 
come into their own and, and pay off for taking all those high draft picks. So, yeah, that's all I can really add in with the Cardinals. Yeah, so going over the, to the Jaguars side of things, um, I'm not going to lie, like I never said it openly or I never really kind of said it, but like I, I looked at Trevor Lawrence when he was coming out. I was like, okay, he's going to be the next Andrew Luck, Patrick Mahomes, wherever he goes, it won't matter. I think there's some real problems with his game. Like actual, like I, I don't know if it's not mechanical or I, I, I think a lot of it is mental. I think a lot, a lot, a lot of it is mental. Mm-hmm. Um, he straight up just hasn't, I mean, and yes, the offensive line has done him no help. The only weapon they got him in the offseason was his teammate who was now out for the rest of the year. Um, I, I don't know how you do it. You, you have to find a way to get Urban Meyer out of there peacefully. I think at least at the end of the year, if not sooner. Um, I, I, I think for them this season, it's lost. It's it's a lost season. And more than anything, it's a lost season for Trevor Lawrence. And I, I, I got really into this last night. I, I started like writing things down with pens, um, some notes and stuff. But this is kind of a hypothetical. I mean, we know the things that were said about Lawrence coming into the draft. Like his dad said, he doesn't like – he said he loves football, but he says like he doesn't need it. And I think back to Tim Couch where he came out, he wasn't nowhere near as good as Trevor Lawrence when he came out. And I, I know I bring up Tim Couch all the time, but it really is like the main example of what happens when you do this kind of thing. Um, but like they got nobody. They did. They, they have no one to protect him. They, they, I mean, James Robinson had a decent game yesterday, but they can't, I mean, James Robinson, I think we can agree is a power running back more than anything. I mean, he's a little more well-rounded nowadays, uh, but like, I, I, oh, I, I guess my question is, do, do you think that the Jaguars could ruin him enough? Like with all the losing and taking sacks and things like that, that he just walks away because I think if you would have said that even like a week ago or, you know, before the season, I think people would have been like, that's crazy right now. I don't think that's that far fetched. I think it's still a little early um, to, to talk about him stepping away from the game. Uh, you know, it's only been three weeks. If they go and lose, you know, lose out like everyone's talking about them doing, I could see it being a real possibility, not for this season, but in the near future. Um, but the Jaguars are not helping Trevor Lawrence whatsoever. Like you said, they don't have any weapons. They don't have any – uh, defense to help, you know, give them more opportunities. They don't have an line to protect him. James Robinson looked good yesterday, but you can't win with a quarterback and a running back. You know, we you need receivers, you need weapons. And I, I was waiting till we got to the Jaguars or just, uh, the I'm other just, team. I'm just reading this right now. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, what, Jacksonville. What the fuck are they doing? Jacksonville is trading away. Their former number nine overall pick, C.J. Henderson, to the Panthers for Dan Arnold and a third. And I think they're also moving a sixth with Henderson. Henderson is a really solid corner. He didn't really do a whole lot, like, interception-wise, but he's a solid corner, and he was locking down good receivers from time to time depending on the game plan and the game script of the other team. He was a really solid corner and a really solid piece who you used the nine overall pick on. 
and you're trading him away by saying, yes, I'm going to get Dan Arnold, who is a great pass-catching tight end because Luke Farrell and uh, whoever the other guy was, I think it's Jake Hostetler, they can't catch the ball, and we need a tight end for our rookie quarterback. I understand it, but trading away C.J. Henderson to get Dan Arnold in a third, it, it's just what you said. What what the hell are they doing? Because now you're making your defense even worse, meaning your offense isn't going to have enough opportunities to keep score with a team like the Cardinals, even if they were going to get better with Dan Arnold. And you're getting a third-round pick for a guy who's 24, 25 years old and a really solid corner. And you're bringing in a guy who's, I think he's like 29 or 30, and a third-round pick. How does that? How does the math even out there? I just don't understand it. I think what this comes down to, and I think the Browns did it three or four years ago a little bit when um, what's his fuck face came in, um, the general manager. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, not Lombardi, uh, Dorsey. Yeah, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, no, no, Ken Dorsey's a quarterback. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's going to bug me. This is like – this trade's even worse than the Jalen Ramsey trade because at least Jalen Ramsey, you got a couple firsts back for him. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Um, John Dorsey, my bad. Um, He came in as the GM. um, Basically – he didn't think of the former regime's draft picks as very high. Um, didn't really like him. So he, he unloaded a lot of those guys. Like he unloaded basically for anything. And that's the only other, that's the only explanation I can think of for the Jaguars. Um, but if I'm the Jaguars right now and I'm uh, Tony Khan and the owners there, I'm, I'm inviting urban into my office today and I'm saying, how can we get you out of here so that it benefits us and that also it benefits you by you not looking like, like, you know, a loser who comes out to the NFL and just loses right away. So I, I mean, those are real conversations I would be having because it, I mean, let's at this point, and this isn't urban Myers fault necessarily, but at some point Trevor Lawrence is going to get hurt. Like he's just going to get hurt because he gets hit so much. And yesterday, that was the other thing I wanted to point out yesterday. He was I, – I, I had to stop. I think he was 22 of 34, and he only was sacked three times. So he wasn't like Justin Fields terrible in the, in the pocket. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I he has some real issues. And even at the end, like – oh, that was the other thing I was going to grab uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Byron Murphy's pick six was identical, like identical almost to my only pick six in high school. And I'll have to send you the video. Um, it was identical because I didn't see it yesterday in late, live time. And I searched on YouTube afterwards. Oh, I just want to see, I like Byron Murphy. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm 18 again. I, I just scored a pick six. So um, that, that was, funny, really, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, like the, the, so it wasn't a flea flicker uh, when I picked it off, but that's what, what, and then, just to like where I don't know if you saw it, but I mean you can probably get the context of it. But so he gets the flea flicker back, and JJ Watt, who has been a good signing for them, I'm gonna I'm gonna finally say that they, he's been a good signing. He's made a difference clearly, whether it be leading or in the locker room and on the field, or whether it be his play. But 
um, he was writing it like, so they, they pitched the ball back, they give it to Lawrence, and he's like, you know, kind of trying to get the grip ready to go, and J.J. Watts in his face, and he kind of does a jump pass into triple or double coverage on a trick play that got returned for a touchdown. It, I, I just don't know wh- how that happens. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they have real issues. I, I mean, I obviously I would like to make fun of the Jets. It sucks their own three and everything like that. Jacksonville is so goddamn bad. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still trying to pull up Henderson's stats. Henderson was drafted for the 2020 season, so he's a second year guy. Mm-hmm. He's played in 10 games, so he hasn't been healthy. Because he missed, he only played eight games last year and two so far this year because he was out this week. <clears throat> His total tackles, he has 44, solos 33. He has one forced fumble and one interception. So, like, yeah, he hasn't been great for Jacksonville, let's say, but he also hasn't played that much. And maybe they're trading him for injury concern. But in the games that he's played, I mean, to have to have 10 career games and have a forced fumble and an interception already with 33. Or I guess I should say 44 total tackles. That's pretty good, especially yeah, for I, a corner. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. That's that. That's odd. That's odd. It's very odd that what well, that's happening. I, I, I don't like that. I want to. I just don't like it, Tom. I don't like it. Um, another big uh, win for Carolina, though. Defense gets better. I, I, I like. I'm not kidding. I, I know the NFC South is like really, really good. I know the Bucks are in that division. I'm gonna go look at futures after we get off this. Like, I might put some money on the the Panthers to win um, the NFC South. Like, I I think at best they split with the Bucks. They might even lose two. But we've seen from the Bucks yesterday that they are vulnerable. Like, and that's what yesterday showed. And obviously, we still have to get in the Chiefs. And love your Justin Herbert jersey. Um, Thank you. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, what were we talking about? I, what, I can't believe I always lose my spot like uh, this. The Panthers. Panthers. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, to win uh, let's just go to the Panthers. Well, we already talked about the Panthers game. It happened on Thursday. Never mind. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and not only are they good, or not only should they be good, they're they're pretty damn good right now. Their secondary is at least. That secondary is a chance to be elite, like elite, elite, almost like uh, – um, Seattle, this this uh, this Legion of Boom. Depending on who they end up playing, a strong safety. But I mean, you got uh, uh, JC Horner. I think he's actually out for the season. Um, but I like I said, they care about this season. But I think Darnold's young enough where I mean they're fine with him. But um, JC Horn, Jeremy Chin at the free safety, who I I actually have heard that he's going to look to play more in the box at times this year. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh, CJ Anderson on the outside. I mean, that, that, as long as you can win or, like, keep both those guys happy, that could end up being one of the best cornerback dudes in the history of football. Yeah, and they're both young enough where you can coach them up at the same time and, like, have them play, like, a, a little shift with one another. Because, like, a lot of times if you're doing a trade like this, you you know, well, a lot of times with a trade like this for a young corner, you have, like, a Jalen Ramsey type guy where he's, like, the true stud one. And you're just playing the two. But, like, if you can train them up both at the same time, they can kind of mesh together and play, like, 
a little one-two action, obviously, but like neither one can, has to be bound to one side of the field or follow one receiver. Like you can just have them play where they need to play. Like, and if one goes down, you still have the other kind of thing. Yeah, so it's yeah, going to no, be really interesting to watch them grow together. I mean, I I know they don't give out the awards till the end of the year. Um, I'm just going to say right now that I would be shocked. Even even if they lose every single game for the rest of the season, I wouldn't. Be, I would be shocked if I don't know who the G, I don't know what his name is, uh, but the Panthers GM didn't win GM of the year. I mean, that guy's looking like gold right now. Uh, I mean, trading. For, what did they trade for Sam Donald? Like a couple of picks, right? Yeah, we got uh, a bundle of picks. Yeah, trading that for a bundle of picks. Who? It, I mean, by all accounts, has looked very good this year. Um, uh, getting. It, not being like you know the uh, in the draft where eight where Fields and Mac Jones were still on the board, not you know jumping the gun and um, doing that and this trade as well. I mean, I I, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know what Jacksonville's doing. But um, let's move on and um, we'll move on. Um, where are the scores? There they are. Uh, it, another one I want to talk about. I. I I, I was reading this. I think it's on. Uh, it's on one. It might be SI or, or I, I don't know, ESPN. Maybe I found it, but I, I don't know how much you watched the Steelers. I don't know how you much of you watched them the last two weeks. They got uh, they beat the Bills week one, but uh, that was different. Like um, Big Ben is I. I almost feel bad. Like, I hate Ben Roethlisberger. He has killed the Browns. I almost feel bad. Like, the, I know we talked about last uh, last year, and I think everyone did. Um, like, there was points where Drew Brees was losing the Saints games because he couldn't throw the ball downfield. Um, but at least he still helped them. I mean, right now, um, who are we talking about? Ben. Ben, I mean, yeah, right now, uh, I think I wrote it in one of my articles the other day. Like, if he throws it deep, there's probably like a 75% chance it gets picked off. Um, there's probably a 15% chance that it just goes nowhere near anybody because they have the wrong communication. Ben thought the guy was going to, you know, go deep instead of breaking it off. Um, um, or, and then 10% it gets, it, it's a completion. Like, I, I, it's sad. It's sad watching him play. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. Um, and then, like I said, I was reading this article. How do you bench that guy? I, I and now that I just said this out loud, I, I think. Well, unfortunately, I think what if you're the Steelers, do you call Dave Gettleman and ask him how he handled the Eli situation? Because it, actually, I think it's even like obviously Eli won Super Bowls for the Giants, and that was big. Ben has been like a staple in Pittsburgh for years. Like, it's almost like to me as if, like, maybe – because it's not LeBron if he would have stayed the entire time because it's way different. It's almost like if Frank Francisco Lindor had stayed through, like, you know, 35-36. I kind of uh, uh, say that. So, I I, he just – he can't throw the ball downfield. He is – other than, like, Matt Ryan probably, he's the most sackable quarterback because he just can't move. He cannot move. He cannot move. And then you obviously used to be able to deal with interceptions because he would make enough big plays where it didn't really matter. 
and now he's just beating them. Um, I think the only reason on Sunday he wasn't benched is just because they had Mason Rudolph on him. They had no other option other than Mason Rudolph. Um, but Yes, I, I thought they did too, but I was reading whatever article I found on the side didn't mention Dwayne Haskins. It was very odd. So I don't know if he's like on the practice squad or <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But that would be my first choice to go with as well. I, I mean, Young, and he comes out, he stinks, then he put in Mason Rudolph to call it a lost season. Um, um, but on the other side of things, I, I got to give credit to the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow was good. Uh, Jamar Chase, a, just the steal of the draft. That first touchdown catch he had. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a it crazy wasn't like one, It wasn't one-handed. It wasn't like one of those spectacular catches you see. But people underestimate how hard that catch was. I mean, it was literally – I mean, it was a perfect ball right over his shoulder. And then he had to reach out and you have his hand strength be enough to hold on to it and pull it back up into his body. At this point, I, I I think he may have just been messing with people in the preseason, saying that he didn't like the ball, and I think he may have been driving it on purpose. Um, but uh, got, got to give credit to the Bengals. Um, I know I thought last week that it might be the Ravens because we know no um, two weeks ago because um, that was before the Ravens played the Chiefs. I thought the Ravens were going to lose, um, but they didn't. Um, yeah, so I thought they were going to be uh, the last place. I think it's uh, I think Pittsburgh's the favorite to finish last place. I mean, they're awful. Yeah, um, I I went to the Steelers official website just to see they do have Dwayne Haskins on the roster on on the official Steelers website. Yeah, um, no, I, so I think he is. I was just confused why that article didn't. Maybe say it was like a coach's decision that he was inactive because you can only have so many guys on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was inactive. Okay, maybe Pat Fryermuth though. What a guy! My God, just want to get that in there. Hey, hey, it paid off. It paid off. Uh, we'll do one more game, then we'll maybe do a five minute recap of our finish show yesterday. Um, let's get into, I mean, the the game of the day, uh, the Falcons Giants. Um, oh, that's not the game of the day. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, I, I I let you start. I I don't really have much to say about either of these teams. I I was I was watching Red Zone. I I didn't bind myself to watching one game because I just the the Giants and the Jets are just so bad. Like they they're atrocious. My dad actually, I'm gonna pull this up. My dad sent me a text this morning. Uh, into one of our family group chats. And this is fact. He looked it up. He has it all here. Since the start of the 2017 season, the combined worst record in the NFL is 18 and 49. That record is shared by both the Jets and Giants. They are both 18 and 49 since the start of 2017. Talk about a a city and and a... well, a group of teams that play atrociously. I'm, I'll play devil's advocate here. This is, I mean, I guess I'm talking about you now. You live in New York as well. I mean, the media in New York is not easy. No, like, it's I, not. But and and, and where, where I'm going with that is, obviously, I think New York is still like one of the top spots for free agent destinations. 
but with how bad the Giants and Jets have been, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, they're bad. I, I will say this: I didn't watch the Jets game yesterday. I, I can't. I, I, I don't know. But I, I mean, you would have to convince me pretty, pretty well. It, like, I think the Jets are much better than the Giants. Like head and shoulders about the Giants. I see, and that's the real question for me. Like, I really don't know, and I I couldn't tell you which one is better over the other. Like, each team has so many flaws and so many apparent flaws. While they may not be the same, like they're still very big flaws. And watching the the end of the Falcon game as Matt Ryan and and company are marching down the field. And then Young Way Koo drills this 40-yard field goal to, to end the game or whatever. Like the Giants should have won this game. If you, you game uh, as the New York Giants, this should have been number one because there, there was nothing stopping you from winning this game. The Falcons suck. The defense sucks. Yes, yeah. I understand you lost Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton to injury. You still have Kenny Galladay. You still have Saquon Barkley. Like, there is no reason you should not have been able to move the ball freely on the Falcons' defense. 100%. I agree with you, Thomas. I agree. Yeah, I, I, said, I don't have much to say on this game. I, I, I it, This is probably the worst game of the weekend. I mean, maybe – I didn't watch any of it. Maybe it was a good game when you were watching it. I don't know. But I came in, I was yeah. like, I have absolutely no interest in this game. Um <laughs> It was, um, it was so bad. we'll get into the rest of them here, but quick. But let's uh, let's let's just quickly go over uh, some of our fantasy notes for yesterday. Um, all of my picks did great for the most part. Um, OBJ was a little disappointing. OBJ was a little disappointing, um, but it was nice to see him. Baker, yeah, yeah Baker was the most disappointing. Uh, I want to give myself credit about Kareem Hunt, which it, it was the weirdest thing yesterday watching the game that Nick Chubb could not find a hole to save his life, which wasn't his fault. I'm not saying he's like Trent Richardson and just missed it. Like it, when Nick Chubb mm-hmm. was in the game, like they, he, they just put nine in the box. And that's, I mean, that's what I would do. That's when Baker needs to take advantage of that. Um, Kareem Hunt is, when he can play like that, like, there are very few teams that are going to be able to stop that running game. I, I, I think people forget that like Kareem Hunt was o- almost won an MVP like six years ago. Yeah, he led the NFL in rushing as a rookie. Yeah, so I he started that trend. Yeah, he yeah I, I, yeah Kareem Hunt was I mean, yeah, so I'm happy. I and and I've said all along he's the more way better player outside, like uh, catching uh, the ball outside of the numbers anyways, too. So, um, Right. Um, uh, how about you? Your picks, uh, Bridgewater, how did he do? Uh, the Jets lost 26 to nothing, so he did fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just wondering if they got like three touchdowns or, you know. Oh, um, oh. Um, I think he did good. I mean, I, um, sleeper. Let's see. Uh, he put up – oh, wow, he actually did not do as good. They ran the ball a lot. He only had – he had 235 passing yards, no interceptions, no touchdowns. 
And he also had 24 rushing yards on four carries. So he had over 250 yards, but no touchdowns because the Jets could not stop Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Um, yeah, that's that. What, obviously, you need a good secondary in today's NFL, but it's so much harder to come by. Like, I obviously like premier edge rushers and uh, like corners. Um, I don't know where I was going with it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah uh, I, go ahead. I was gonna say, like, I had I had about a mixed bag. I was pretty 50-50 with a lot of my stuff. You know, uh, it didn't oh. help that uh, Shepard got oh. hurt. Uh, I mean, you're uh, well. First of all, I I don't think I made this my official defense, but I mean, the Browns defense was good. Your official defense, the Denver Broncos, were really good. Um, yeah. Zero points. So uh, congratulations there. Um, any they get any touchdowns or interceptions? Uh, they got, I think it was two interceptions. Oh, uh, yeah, you took the under, you idiot. I did. You took, yes, you took I, under one and a half, you idiot. Cause, yeah, uh, I said two giveaways. I didn't think they'd both be interceptions. See, if it were two and a half, I would have been fine. But I know, you were but... like, no, it has to be two or it has to be one and a half. All right, um, that will we'll cut off fancy now because it's time to get happy again. Um, Saints twenty eight, Patriots thirteen. Um, once yeah, again, dude, we finally we finally saw Mac Jones suck. <laughs> it, it's not even that, and this is this is the first year I've ever seen this happen. I, I can't remember the last time two cons, like two starting rookie quarterbacks threw for through but combined for over a hundred passes. I mean, um, uh, where am I? Where am I? Mac Jones passed yeah. the ball fifty-one times. Um, yep. I, yeah, I, I still think the Patriots are in trouble. I don't think they're a playoff team. It, it would not surprise me if the Bills run away with the AFC East, just because it's. I mean, it, like, and I'm when I say run away, I mean like regular run away. Like the Patriots will run away back in the day. Like, I, I think the Bills yeah. can. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Saints were good. Uh, Jameis, obviously, it was awesome. Like the first week, I think we finally settled back into Jameis, and we kind of know what we're getting with Jameis. Uh, he's gonna make a ton of mistakes, but he's also gonna make a like a heavy amount of just incredible, incredible things. Um, gotta give your shout out to. Well, no, uh, yeah, I guess I do. Anyways, um, gotta give out to uh, your shout out, Corey, or your buddy, Corey. Uh, Justin Fields was not a good start yesterday. I just want to let you know that. Uh, it was good thinking, though. Um, oh, yeah, and uh, I forgot to bring this up earlier, but uh, real quickly on, on the on the Giants game, uh, once again, Saquon Barkley, it, it's it's just not there for him. I don't know what it is. I so line. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just let you stick with that answer. Whatever. Um, that's what it was. I mean, he fantasy wise, he did fine. It looks like he got 21 points. He ran for 51 yards, caught for another 43 on six catches and a rushing touchdown. So he put up 21 fantasy points at least. All right, let's so, go to the Vikings and the Seahawks. And I did, I think we kind of covered this a little bit. What'd you say? Yeah, I, I said, I think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We're good about that. Yeah, let's, let's move on. Hey, yeah, Pete Carroll, 
it's it's surprising me they haven't moved on from him. I, I just don't like like two years ago when everyone wanted him to be fired, I was like, no, you should hold on to him. Like that's the big mistake. Like he hasn't been perfect, but he's made the playoffs almost every year. Um, I think it's getting close for him, um, which I haven't really seen this. I saw it a couple of times on Twitter. And I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. USC needs a head coach. Who's the yeah. best USC head coach in probably USC history? Yeah. So um, that would not surprise me. Um, I, I'm actually hoping for it. I would love to see. I mean, first of all, I'm sure Pete Carroll would absolutely crush it in recruiting. And I'm sure he did, but recruiting visits and things like that. So, yeah, I'm 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 100% on that. Um, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Um, and then what? We have, I think we uh, uh I missed two. Uh, the Ravens, uh, Lions. Uh, I think we both kind of called it yesterday. I think I brought it up. I think we both kind of agreed. Uh, the Lions are. I, I think the, the Lions might be one of the teams I consistently bet on, just because they're always going to play hard. And I mean, they lost by two, um, which. I mean, on a 60, NFL record game-winning field goal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just sucks for him. Um, it sucks for him because it was only the second-best field goal of the day, though. So um, Chase McLaughlin's 57-yarder was a missile. So it wasn't yeah. – it barely crawled over. Um, <laughs> do, uh, so real quickly, do you remember Bottlegate ever happening in Cleveland? No. Okay, so this just reminds me of a bottle gate happened uh, early two thousands. Um, oh wait, Phil, yes. Dawson, Phil Dawson comes on for the Browns, kick a field goal. I think they're down one or two. Kick a pretty like I don't know forty fifty yarder, easy enough to hit for Chip or not Chip, um, easy enough to hit for him. Uh, so it so you have the goal post obviously like this, and then you have the thin. Like it's it's leaning forward like this, and then the thing back right here. So what happened is he kicked it. It hit the so it went through the post and hit the thing back here and came out. Um, they called it no, no good. Um, uh, players and referees had to be escorted off the field. Um, honestly, look up Bottlegate when you're when we're done here. Uh, fans were, I mean throwing empty bottles of their beer all over the field. Yeah. Um, it was like actually dangerous. There was glass in the air. Like there's videos of it and there's pictures of it. I mean, the stadium was just full of empty bottles. Um, so they had to take like an hour, hour and a half delay. And um, all that happened was they came back and they were like, uh, no, it, it, it's good because it came through the upright. It doesn't matter. So, right. so the, the only re- the only reason that I bring that up is because that's what happened with Justin Tucker's kick. Um, I do you know I have to say this about Justin Tucker and even Harbaugh. I think a lot of coaches there. Um, I give Harbaugh some nuts, and I think this is a little bit of him riding off of his emotion thing, where he asked like, "Hey Lamar, you want to go down fourth down? It's going to come out this week that, hey Justin, you want to go from sixty six? You want to give it a try?" Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a great kick. Uh, the pressure was on. I, yeah, great it, kick. That's all you can say about it. Yeah, it was, was awesome. Just, uh, it, was a, it was a great kick. Um, it was awesome. Like I said, second best of the weekend, um, but still great kick. And 
But once again, I, I, I do I, I want to say this. I don't think the Ravens are very good. I, I just don't. No, they, they got lucky, bro. Uh, they should be 0-3. <laughs> and, yeah, and, like, I sit here and I, I obviously, like, I want the Ravens to be 0-3. Like, of all the teams in the division, I can, I'm can i fine with even, like, splitting with the Bengals. Like, I, I really don't care. I, I don't mind the Bengals. Um, but so, obviously, I want uh, the Steelers and um, the Ravens to finish last. And I've, I've probably said it for a while now, but I'm kind of – tricking myself into believing it so um yeah move on um where were we cx vikings um ravens uh let's uh let's do your colts and your titans um what do we know about quentin nelson's injury i don't know how serious it is uh I, I just don't know. I don't think that they were talkative or too talkative about it after the game. Um, I'm trying to pull up now to see if there was anything. Uh, um. uh, it was his ankle. Yeah, uh, which I guess they're like very afraid of because it's on the same foot that he had the injury for the the, the thing that him and Carson Wentz both had. It's on the same foot, I think. Um, but they didn't talk too much about timeline or, or what the injury was. So with him, with Quentin Nelson, um, uh, normally I would never say this about a guard. Um but and I'm also factoring the fact that Carson Wentz is the quarterback here. Um, I'm sorry, where was I? Um, quarterback. Where was I talking about? Quinnen Nelson. Oh, never say yeah. This um, about a card. Yeah, I never say this about it. That, that's a huge loss for them. I think. I think it's a huge loss especially when trying to maybe establish the run game instead of, you know, letting Carson Wentz do whatever he, he wants. Um, I think Quentin Nelson is in that elite group of Osfet. Whoa, that went dark. Um, I think Quentin Nelson is in that elite group of the offensive, interior offensive linemen that really I would only include one or two centers. Um, maybe Brandon Scherf. And then I, the only one I would – I would put uh, Joe Albatonio um, more on it because a he's very good, but also b because he's an incredible leader for that team. Um, I think that's a huge loss for them. If I'm Carson Wentz, uh, he's already scared in the pocket and pissing himself every single snap. Um, <laughs> instead of uh, urine coming out this time, it might just be blood because the defense is just in his face right away. So, uh, what do you got on that one? Yeah, the the Colts don't look good. Carson Wentz wasn't healthy. Uh, and then losing Quinn and Nelson, everyone just kind of gave up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And then, all right, we got three more. Um, this is the last, not one of our teams. Um, Bills crushed the football team 43 to 21. Um, how did their defense play? Obviously, not thinking about 43 points, so never mind. Um, <sighs> Yeah, that, I think that game went like everyone kind of expected it to. Except me, um, clearly. But um, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, where am I? Where am I? Um, yeah, so that didn't hit, hit the plus seven. I'm sorry, I was trying to find their stats. Um, didn't oh, that must have been a receiving touchdown. Okay, uh, Antonio Gibson. I, I was looking at his. Um, I'm looking at the box score. I was looking at his carries and his yards. He had 12 carries, 30 yards. I was like, no way. I definitely saw him score on like uh, when they switched it and flipped back. Uh, but um, that was pass play. I am looking at their defense right now. Um, no sacks. Uh, I, I mean, no sacks. It looks like they didn't even get much pressure on Josh Allen. And I'm here to make the argument when that Josh Allen stays in the pocket and isn't running all over like a madman and smashing the buttons. He's not on the same tier as Pat Mahomes, but he's very close. He's very close. Um, so yeah, I, I he's very close, and especially in this game. I, were, were we all just wrong about the Washington football team defense? Like, where has Chase Young been? Like, where? Um, where's where Jonathan Allen? Where's Montez Sweat? Where's so I, I, I don't get it. Um, what do you got in Washington? Yeah, uh, I, I, Josh Allen is really good at football. <laughs> um, he, like you said, if he stays in the pocket or he just looks to extend plays instead of getting antsy and running for plays. I, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league. It's just when he gets into that mentality of, oh, I have to do it all myself, that's when things start to fall apart for him. Uh, Washington, I, I, this season is already very it's grim fun. by having yeah, Taylor fun. Heineke as your quarterback. So, Which sucks because I really I, I thought they were going to come in and be decent. Um, but, yeah, with Taylor Heineke, it just doesn't look like that. And, and, and if we're being honest, it doesn't look like that. I mean, they don't have much of a run game either. Um, and the weapons on the outside are what? Curtis Samuel and um, Terry McLaurin? I, yeah, I don't know. Samuel's uh, been hurt too. He hasn't been playing. So it's yeah. been uh, McLaurin, uh, Cam Sims, Dynami Brown, and Adam Humphreys have been Adam their Humphreys. receivers. Adam yeah, Humphreys. I mean, he's their slot guy. Yeah, no shit. I know he's a white guy that went to Clemson. He was under five seven. Yeah, there's like they come one, one comes out of that place like, like exactly in that build like once every three minutes. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm gonna give you the tr- oh, obviously. So the yeah, big one game, more game. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I almost missed it. Um, the Chargers went into Arrowhead and did something the Browns could not. They beat the Chiefs thirty to twenty four. Um. I think I covered this red, um, but Herbert looked really, really good. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just loves to fumble. Um, Mike Williams was good. However, I'm going to say this. I, I'm not completely all in on buying um, the Chargers quite yet. I'm very close, um, but we for me, it's just been too inconsistent. Like, like it's just been too inconsistent. Like, yes, they played pretty damn well, Um like the first two weeks, you're like, I is where, where a where is this defense and b, um yeah and and people are gonna downplay it all they want and they they have the right to. Losing Ryan Fitzpatrick was a major blow. I mean, he had been with the team all off season. He was the leader of the team and he knew the playbook inside now. So wait, wait, what? 
What? Can you repeat what you said? No, I'll start over. Because you, I think you said Ryan Fitzpatrick was a huge loss, and I don't think he was ever with either team. Yeah, I was talking about the wrong game. My bad. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, but oh, oh yeah. So um, I, I, we talked about it last week a little bit with the Ravens and uh, their blueprint by basically just shutting down Tyreek Hill. I mean, it was always bound to happen. Football is constantly evolving. Like there was going to weigh. So I guess my question to you then, like, what's the next shtick that Andy Reid has to do? Because, granted, I still think they can win the Super Bowl playing with this offense and doing the same things they're doing. They're that good. They had a bad game yesterday. Patrick Mahomes had one of his worst games I've ever seen him play. Um, I don't know what he was doing. Um, and in in. And it's not like you're sitting there like you're the Browns with a, like a Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt or even just a guy like Kareem Hunt. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I think we've talked about it. Like the first six, like the first six weeks of his rookie year last uh, was it last year was rookie year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like he was really, really good. Then he slowed down and he slowed down even more. I, didn't he fumble like once or twice yesterday? Um, so I, I just don't know what the shtick they go with. And, and for how many points they give up, like you'd think they like their defense would stick. Their defense also does not stink, though. Like Chris Jones is an animal up there. Tyron Matthew is probably the most well-rounded safety in the NFL. So I don't know. I, I, I don't really care, but I, I guess then I, I, what, what is the blueprint for being the Chiefs then? Because I think – that we just saw the Chiefs lose two in a row, but they were very different defenses that played against them. Yeah, I mean, for for starters, you you mentioned uh, Andy Reid. Um, I don't know if you saw, but he got rushed to the hospital yeah, after the game. Yeah. Um, I hope he's doing all right. I hope he does well. Um, but his next step, at least with the offense, all right. In my question. opinion, question: Is he the next Urban Meyer? Just going to start faking, just faking injuries, faking. No, I, I don't think, I don't think it's a, a fake because you know you look as I, another big, he, as, as another yeah, big boy. You look at his physique and I, you're like, okay, I, I, I understand. I understand, and I do. I get it. I get it. I understand. I, I, I would die out there. I would not be okay. How many times has anybody done this in his life? Over a th- over over a thousand at this point, probably. Like, I I just find it very hard to believe that it was just dehydration. Oh, but, is that what they said it was? Yeah, it was dehydration. Oh, whatever then. Um, I love Andy Reid, so I'm not gonna hate on him. But yeah, <laughs> it, it, going going forward with his offense, though, like Tyreek Hill got held to five catches for 56 yards. You know. Travis Kelsey got held without a touchdown, but he went for 104 yards on seven catches. I I think the real way to beat the Chiefs is the way you look at the box score here for for the defense. I mean, you you mentioned Chris Jones. Chris Jones only had one tackle. DeAndre Baker had three tackles, and that guy I didn't even know was still in the league. I thought he got kicked out of the league. Didn't he rob someone someone at gunpoint? Uh, allegedly, but maybe not. So maybe he's back. I remember the Giants trading him to the Chiefs 
but I didn't think that that was like a, a real thing. The, the, when you look at the box score, you look for the big names here. Tyron Matthew had five tackles. He tied for the team lead. Uh, Chris Jones, one tackle. Rookie Nick Bolton had three. Like Daniel Sorensen, five. LeJarrius Sneed, five. But All right. and, you don't and, see any interceptions, no fumble recoveries, nothing. And this obviously doesn't uh, include Chris Jones, I would say. But and this brings me back to Madden as well. Um I forgot what I was gonna say. I forgot what I was gonna say. God damn it! All right, keep going. Um, it'll come up. To, it'll come back to me. Um, yeah. To me. The the uh, way that you beat. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say the way that that we're seeing the teams beat the Ravens is by avoiding their defensive players, and obviously that sounds bad because everyone should be trying to avoid defense so you could score a touchdown every play but they're avoiding their big players and their stars. Cause uh, I didn't, I was looking before and I went back to last week's chiefs game versus the Ravens. It was a very similar stat line. Like their big name guys did not have any logged stuff. I mean, they didn't have tackles. They didn't have fumbles in and nothing. So I, I think we're seeing a pattern here and, you know, we'll have to go to next week and uh, the rest of the season to see this, but I could see them potentially, finding the pattern that if you just run away from their big name stars and run towards the, the lower name guys, then, you know, you could find success versus the defense. So I want to go back to something. I remember what I was going to say. Um, so you're talking about like, yeah, Matthew didn't have a ton of tackles. Uh, and like I said, this doesn't include Chris Jones. It seems like they have all their best players at the most useless, not the most useless, but at the least impact uh, positions on defense, at least like, Obviously, a strong safety can play a big part in the game, but he's not a linebacker who's stopping the run every play. He's not a defensive lineman that's rushing the quarterback. Like a safety, mm -hmm. and this is how I've always thought in Madden, except when I do draft Tyler Matthew, I love him. Um, like, there's no point in taking, like, you know what I mean. So, I, I yeah, it just seems like they have people, their defense isn't good. Their, their main issue on defense, I think, is the, their linebackers. Like, can you name one linebacker on the Chiefs? I mean, I only Nick Bolton. <laughs> yeah, Bolton. They drafted Bolton. him, though. They drafted him. Yeah. It's here. Yeah, other yeah. than that, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 but, but and we say this all, but then, it, once again, it could very well – I mean, they could win the Super Bowl again, like, easily. I don't know. Um all right, and now I think we're on to our teams. So, Tom, I let you choose. Who do you want to go first, or you want to go second with your Jets? I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about, so I guess I'll just get it out of the way. I mean, oh, there's a lot to was, talk about. I think. Really? No, not really. No, I didn't. Watch, I didn't watch the game. I kind of just really want to know what happened. I, it, it's just the typical New York Jets. I mean, they don't have any time for Wilson in the pocket because their offensive line sucks. Uh, Wilson did a great job extending plays and getting out of the pocket and keeping his eyes downfield. And I want to say finding the open man, but that would not be true. Um, I, you, know what he, you know who he reminds me of a little bit his rookie season? It, it might be just the headband. Um. He reminds me some of Baker, uh, with the fact that during Baker's rookie season, he would he would elude pressure very well, but then he would either make some. A lot of times he would throw an interception, 
or he would throw it into coverage and not just throw it away. Um, so I do like him like that. I, I, I do think if you had to compare Zach Wilson and Baker Mayfield to like an NFL great, I think a pretty good comparison for both of them is Brett Favre. Yeah, gunslinger. Yeah. I, that's what I kind of am looking at Zach as. And, like, he he was throwing it to guys who were open or, like, relatively open because he just needed to get the ball out on a third and whatever. Both of his picks went off the receiver's hands again. Um, the, again, like, every time he's throwing the ball, they're dropping it and hitting it up in the air. I, I take blame uh, for this, for not warning you about this. Uh, Cause I, the same thing happened, but Baker's rookie year. And it's, it, I mean, it continues to happen with, with Baker now, like in his rookie year, his first three or four, like I would say five of his like eight interceptions that year were not his fault. And, and then, so once again, this is where I apologize for not warning you. And then you go on Twitter and everyone's like, well, Baker Mayfield sucks or Zach, Zach Wilson sucks. Like you can't throw the pass. They don't catch the ball. And it's like, dude, you can't catch, you can't throw the ball to yourself, man. Like he put the game, he put the ball in the money on the guy's hands. He's getting paid over a million dollars. This is what you have to do for a million dollars. So um, yes, it, there's going to be a lot of that. I don't know how much, if you've heard any of it, but there's going to be more of it too. Yeah. So well, I, it's just it's it's just brutal to watch. Like I didn't even put on the actual game. I just watched Red Zone because I was like, "There's no point in me watching this game today because I know exactly how it's going." Um, Zach Wilson is consistently throwing 35 or more passes per week. Um, the the running game, the Jets rushed for a total of 13 times yesterday. And you're having him throw 35 times. Like, I understand the the rushing is not quite there yet, but you can't rush for 12 times between your running backs because one of them was a Zach Wilson scramble for two yards. You can't have 12 rushes. Like, once you especially with Zach Wilson and the receivers, like the receivers are not helping him out that much. The defense, I want to say, looked good, but last uh, this game they didn't look great because they gave up twenty six points. Uh, but it's just it's hard to get behind it, and it, it's hard to say. And and what I mentioned this a little earlier, like I I am very concerned with some of the things that Zach Wilson said because like after the game, someone. After the game, someone was like, you know, do the interceptions concern you or whatever? Like, you know, are you, you know, how do you feel about being like part of a rebuild or something? And is it concerning or whatever? He's like, yeah, like I knew what I was walking into. Like I, I understood what I was coming into and what I was getting myself into type thing. That is very concerning for a guy who's supposedly going to be your franchise quarterback saying, I knew what I was getting into. That's very concerning. I agree. I'm not going to disagree with that. I also think he's – well, he could be 28. He's one of those morning guys. I don't think he's 28, but who knows. He's a young kid. I I, I, I think the days – and this is a little bit off topic anyways, but I think the days of people playing for one team their entire careers are pretty much done Like in any sport. like It's just not going to happen anymore. 
Um, but yeah, that, that is concerning. That is concerning. That, that could also be like a misrepresentation of words or a miss, like, uh, not communication, but miss signal, the mixed signal or anything. But yeah, it's concerning. I agree. It does kind of suck because their defense has decent, the Jets defense has pretty good parts. Like Marcus May is a pretty damn good safety. Um, I, there are other he players. Out. I, I, you know what? And, and, and you're not like to hear this. I said the same thing about Browns players when they went 0 16. Like, I was like, if you want out, like you deserve, you have every right to do this. This, this, this town is, I mean, if you fuck with the fans, then screw you. Cause I mean, you want to talk about loyal fans. The Browns like didn't win a game for 20 years and the place was sold out. Um, but yeah, so I, I like Zach Wilson. Um, all right, all right, let's do a quick exercise before I get into mine. Cause mine will be pretty quick anyway. Um, out of the five, Five first-round quarterbacks. And, you know, four. I'm going to eliminate Trey Lance because he hasn't really played yet. Um, Mac Jones, power income. Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson. Uh, are you saying as of right now or, like, how their futures look? As of right now. As of right now. Uh, I mean. You, you can expand Mac, on Mac it. Jones. You can explain yeah, that well, in the future if you want. Okay. Like, as of right now, like, technically, Mac Jones has looked the best because other than the three picks this game, he hadn't thrown a pick. Uh, his team is, I think, the best record of all of the rookie quarterbacks. Um, then, I, after that, I really don't know because, like, we only saw Fields in the one game where, you know, we'll talk about it or you'll talk about it in a minute. Wilson has literally thrown a pick or I think he's thrown at least two picks in every game. He's, he's, uh, you said he threw four last week and six this week. Yeah. That's yeah. Two a game. That's not good. That's not a good. That's not a good. Yeah. And, And Trevor Lawrence has thrown three picks on two occasions at least now. I don't know about last week how many picks he threw, but I know it was probably two. Yeah. 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 I, I think what we've learned in cotton, we're not going to have time for college football day. I'll get, I'll probably get into a little bit on Friday. You know, it's easier that way as well. Um, I completely forgot what I was going to say. What did you say before I almost talked? Uh, I just was talking about how literally all of the rookie quarterbacks are throwing interceptions. Oh yeah. Uh, so it seems like all the quarterbacks in the NFL and college who coming into the season, we thought they were like the next line of generation of superstars. And then I, I did for college, especially because I mean, you had um, these new guys, all these big time programs. And it's basically kind of turning out like, we really just don't know still like, uh, you know what I mean? And um mm-hmm. With that, I, I I I will move on to the Bears. Uh, make it pretty, make Bears Browns. Sorry. Um, oddly enough, one of Baker's Baker's worst game of the year percentage wise: nineteen of thirty one for two hundred and forty six yards. Natasha, I didn't get two hundred forty six yards. Um, yesterday was really really weird, um, especially in the fourth quarter. It seemed like Nick when Nick Chubb was in the game, they literally put nine people in the box and just shut him down. And then when Kareem Hunt, which is why this is they are such a good duo, is because they pack the box for Kareem Hunt as well. 
and then you just swing an out pass to him or you hit someone who's wide open. Um, so, yeah, and I, I the, before we got in today, I was re, uh, listening to a clip from uh, Dan Orlovsky. Um, I don't love Dan. I, I, I respect him, though, and I think he has good takes. Um, shoot. Um, oh, yeah, he was calling for Matt Nagy's head, uh, and I completely agree. I completely agree 100%. Um, and he said this, and so I, I'll quote him. He said, the play calling yesterday and the offensive game plan yesterday – um, and I'll say this as well. It was the worst I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Justin Fields threw the ball 10 times. They were all pretty much designed runs. And the, maybe the most damning factor is that he's had 150 days to work with a top-tier quarterback. And this is nothing against Justin uh, Fields. I mean, he wasn't great, but it definitely was not his fault. Um, the Browns defensive line is just too good. Uh but yeah, I mean, Matt Nagy is just, I, I just, I don't know what he was doing. Like I kept watching the game and these play calls on like third and four and third and five. And I was like, like, what are you doing, man? Like, so I, they, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, but we got the win. Yeah. And like I said, the 57 yard field goal, uh, longest in first energy stadium history. Cause the Browns used to play somewhere else. Um, now they play here. So it's the first one there. Um, I, uh, all right. Uh, we'll do this to kind of end it. Um, who's the biggest winner of the well, weekend? It, what did I miss one? Hang on one sec. No, I, I'm, I, I clicked on an article cause I, I was looking up how old Zach Wilson was and apparently Greg Van Rotten or Van Roten. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's, a, uh, he's, he's, one, he's no lineman, right? Yeah, he's one of our offensive linemen who I have not been a fan of really ever. I thought they should have been playing Dan Feeney over him. But Van Roten apparently is calling out Zach Wilson in the press saying he's got to learn this is the NFL. You have to get the ball out. You can't hold on to it and try to make a play and throw it deep downfield. He is one of the biggest liabilities on the offense, Greg Van Roten. Zach Wilson's been sacked 15 times already, and this past game, Van Roten gave up six pressures, which was the team high. And he was like, yeah, we have to protect uh, we have to protect him better. It starts up front, but we have to get on the same page. I understand Zach Wilson holds on to the ball as long as anyone in the NFL. I mean, he, I think he's averaging like three seconds which is way too long to hold on to the football. But Van Roten should not be going out into the press and, and saying this and bashing this rookie quarterback when he's giving up six pressures a game. Yeah. Or whatever he's giving up. I mean, like, that that's just not a good look, and that's something that I think the coaches really should address. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, and not only that, when one of your offensive line, if you're a quarterback, one of your offensive linemen comes out and says that, you, obviously they're professionals and you wouldn't think this would ever happen. But in the back of your head, you're going to be in the shotgun and you're always going to think, like, he could just let this guy through and kill me. So, 
Yeah, it's not right. well. And like, if you're a rookie quarterback, you're already getting ridiculed by the press and everyone on the Jets fan sites and all that. You don't need to be getting ridiculed from your offensive lineman who's supposed to be t- be protecting you. If anything, you want words of encouragement, like "Yo, bro, we'll get him next time." I got you. You should not be going out into the press and like, "Oh, well, he has to get the ball better because I can't keep up." Maybe you should just get better, Ben Roten. You're not the rookie here. You've been in the league for how many years, and you're giving up six pressures in a game. Yeah, I, one thing I did learn from the Browns is like that, that's a guy you just got to get rid of. Uh, it's just it's so dumb, especially when we have so much depth on the line. Like, like, especially when you think about it long term as well, because um, this is kind of I thought when they got Baker, uh, I think Zach Wilson is eventually going to be better than Baker, but it's like you got your quarterback. Like we we just like we need to get so. The biggest thing in the NFL, like, I think you need to get your quarterback more than anything else. Like, you just need to get a quarterback um, and let things kind of fold behind you. Um, so, yeah, I am – I don't know. What what, what a great I'm weekend of so mad. football. I, I think you're going to be cooled down by Friday, so I'm looking forward to that. This is – I think last week, I think maybe – well, that that's also because we did it Wednesday and we weren't – didn't have our raw of emotions um, – yeah, I did not expect you to be this mad about the game. I really – I didn't. I, I got to tell you. <laughs> I'm not really um, mad about the game. I'm mad about the players, like, coming after a rookie. Like, relax. <laughs> yeah. and Yeah. I, I, I Like I said, I, I'm not as worried about Zach Wilson, even though I think the best thing for Zach Wilson to do right now and – like there's nothing against him. He just needs to shut his mouth. Like stop talking, go out there and play. Like just stop talking, do your press conferences. Don't give up all to board material and do your game. Um, all right. Well, um, that is our NFL recap. I think we did pretty good. And we, um, where are we at? Almost an hour and a half. And we probably spent 10 minutes. So an hour 20, it's 80 minutes. That's good for us. Very good. Very good guys. Very good producer back there. Uh, good job. Um, no, there's no producer. Um, yeah, I, I um, great weekend of football. Uh, everybody, if you are a gambling person in the NFL, especially, um, I saw this yesterday night. I would be shocked if it hasn't changed already. Chiefs minus five next weekend. Hammer it every way to Sunday. Um, they've lost two in a row for the first time ever. I think Patrick Mahomes might throw for 400 yards. Um, this also could be completely null. Um, if he, if they, um, if he's bad, so never mind. But um, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs are good. I, I, minus five is just way too little for them. Um, when the Chiefs win, they usually don't win by a field goal. They win by like thirty-seven points. Um, they're 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 Oregon. They're high school or, or no, not Oregon. They're NFL version of Oregon. Um, but yeah, um, who, who are they playing? I don't know. I didn't look. Um, oh. It's all right. I'll find it. Yep. Um, my picks. I um, uh, three and two. Um, didn't get the box pick them and did not get Washington football team plus seven. Did get Browns minus seven and a half. Even though it looked for the longest time like that was never going to cover, never going to go under. Um, and then not under, not under. I mean, uh. It, it, it never looked like the Browns were going to cover. And then Arizona, my seven, like I said, easy money. 
I, I, okay. And before we go, I just, I have a little conspiracy thinking. I, I, I don't know why it is. I have a little conspiracy though. So I think we all agree that the Cardinals, even on the road in Jacksonville, minus seven was a pretty kind of a rat line. It was kind of like, eh, they're, they're trying to trick me with something. I think Vegas may be doing something right now. I, I don't know what it would be. I don't know if it has to do with anything really. Um, God, what was I talking about? Keep going. What was I talking about? Uh, uh, rat line. Vegas is up to something. Oh, okay. And then, and then, so you go back to you go back to Saturday. That Wisconsin Notre Dame line. Why was Wisconsin lower ranked team getting six or giving six points? The home field. That, it wasn't home field. It was in Chicago. Which, if anything, there was more Notre Dame fans there because when you're a Notre Dame fan and you want to go to South Bend, where do you fly into? Chicago. So, I it, that line obviously. I, Obviously, there's probably nothing going wrong. I'm actually hoping it's just someone who's really bad at their job in Vegas, so they keep setting these lines. Because those were two of the easiest bets I think I've ever made. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really hope you cheer up. I really didn't think you'd be this down. I, I, I honestly didn't. I really – No, I'm really just – You know what? I think we are going to make an executive decision that on Sunday nights I will text you and we're going to say, do you want to do it tomorrow or do you want to do it Wednesday? Because I think Wednesday we got a little more out of you, but I think you're just mad now, which is fine. Um, no, I'm not mad. I'm just – I'm tired because I stayed up late and studying for a couple exams I have this week. So I watched right, well, football and then I was like, all right, from this point to this point I'm going to study. And now I'm tired. All right. Well, hopefully you get to go take a nap, man. Um, uh, but yeah, NFL week four coming up next weekend. Uh, I don't know what to say on the college football slate. Oh, huge one. Oh, uh, the biggest winner of college football weekend, by the way, and it's hands down and it probably isn't even close is Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati, um, all those teams losing. It's a very real possibility that Cincinnati, if they beat Notre Dame this weekend, Cincinnati is in the playoff at the end of the year, which, I mean, they will get absolutely – I, it'll be Georgia Vandy versus Alabama, basically. Um, but it, I, I'm almost hoping, really hoping for it because, obviously, you, you were young, but you still remember the BCS and everything. Mm -hmm. And so when they started, like, obviously, Boise was really good, and they started getting ranked high and high – and you thought this was going to be the year they make it. This was going to be the year they make it. This was going to be the year they make it. Um, and actually, remember, in 2007, the crazy year we once talked about, uh, they ended up uh, missing a – they were ranked number two in the nation. They were playing Nevada. And who was Nevada's quarterback, Tom? Nevada's quarterback in 2007? He's not in the league anymore. It wasn't really his choice, he says. Oh, Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Um, Colin Kaepernick was. They lost. They went to double overtime versus um, uh, uh, Nevada and Colin Kaepernick. Uh, in, in, regula in regulation, they threw a 79-yard bomb to set up a game-winning field goal from the 11-yard line. Um, 
I don't know how it happened, but I'm not kidding you when I say that the kick, it was almost like a Cristiano Ronaldo free kick that just moves around everywhere. Uh, he kicked it, it went over the line, and it's like it then magically had rocks in it and just dropped. Um, so that was the boys' day kicker miss that. They went to overtime, um, tied it up, and then Boise made a field goal in the second overtime, and the Oklahoma uh, Boise State kicker uh, missed, obviously. So, um, but I so going back to that, and getting what I said, I always wanted to see Boise State in the championship. I just I was like, let's see it one year. I want to see it. Let's just see it one year. See if they can actually do it, and or if they can even make it like a game. Which is so I, I I'm all back in on Cincinnati. Um, I think that would be awesome. Uh, you want to talk about a guy that would be probably coveted for NFL job, like one of the top jobs in all of coaching. Uh, if, if if Luke Fickle could could take Cincinnati, whose football program was in shambles uh, in the early 2010s, into yep. the college football playoff. I, I, I think it, USC might offer him $50 million a year. And then yeah, give him a buyout. I know, I know he buyout. was in the conversation to be an NFL coach at one point. Um, yeah, no, I don't I, think he got any interviews, but he was the, like one of the guys they were talking about for it. Um, yeah, no, I don't think he'll go to L.A. I think he'll – or not L.A. Well, L.A. is USC. Um, I think he's much more likely to go to the NFL than anything else. He – He's a Midwestern guy, so I don't think he'd work out in California. But, like I said, um, USC and then, I don't know, some other stupid – you know who's going to – Florida State's going to hire fire their next head coach or their head coach this year. Um, and then they're going to then they're gonna give him a buyout clause that was even bigger than Norvell's big, uh, buyout clause that was even bigger than um, the previous coach's buyout clause. Um, so <laughs> it's looking like, uh, the Florida state boosters are going to have to come up with a lot of money at some point. So, um, at some point. uh, but yeah, so that, that'll do it for us today. We'll, uh, see everyone Friday for the pick em show. Um, three and two this week. I don't want to talk about college football. Those are bad. Um, and, uh, your start of, oh no, it was your sit. Burrow. Bummer. Um, any last words? Let's go dogs, man. You already know. Let's go Browns. <laughs>